0: Welcome in, welcome in, welcome friends to the newest edition of 3 in, 3 out. Seahawks, what if the most unique preview show in the entire multiverse. I am your host, Clinton Bonner. Join me out on Twitter at Clinton Bon. I am joined by the one, the only, the great Brandon Schultz. Find him out on Twitter at SeahawkersPod. And of course, we have the protector of the Seahawks multiverse, Mr. Phil Leidick swooping in with, with all his His mystery and his allure and his nooks and his crannies and which way can this all go? Gentlemen, we had a, let's just say it, one to ten. How was your bye week, Brandon? How was your (laughs) bye week? How'd you do?
1: If I judge my bye week feeling based off of how other teams performed that I all wanted to lose, it was a ten for me. I I don't think it could have gone much better.
2: All
0: right, but like they want to know
2: how you did on your garage is what they really want to know, <laughs> yes, Brandon. i
1: I did make some progress then that, so that is maybe at a six.
2: Not bad. All right. over to you, Phil. How was your bye week? Well, Brandon definitely overachieved me on the garage performance because I accomplished almost <laughs> nothing on that. But I did kick it in front of some Red Zone and enjoyed watching some teams not look so great that I was happy to see not look so great. So, that was, a, that was a good little relaxer for a little bit. Kind of different for a Seahawks fan during the season to have a little relaxer like that. Two weeks in a row, really. I mean, yeah. the Jags game was over by halftime, and then we had this. So it's been pretty relaxing. I, I'm pretty chill. How about and, you, Quinn? and this
1: game is going to be just huh. as relaxing. I'm just going <laughs> to roll yeah, on sure, yeah. It's going to be yeah. over at halftime. The Seahawks will be up at a 30-1-7 lead over the Packers, and we'll just we'll just coast knowing that we finally get that first win in 20-plus years.
0: Yeah, no that 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 would be something. I I look forward to that coming true. And and for me, yeah, absolute. You know, smash home run ten on on the for our Seahawks. Got some garage stuff done and got other things done as well. So over overall was a good. It was certainly a great bye week. And then I actually just got just got off a plane traveling to go see my pops down in Florida. Back now fresh and so clean and ready ready for this week ten, uh, week ten matchup. And it's not like there's a shortage of stories heading into this week. So. You know, I am very intrigued, Mr. Phil, to see where the multiverse takes us today, what you have crafted in your cauldron to bring Brandon and I through the storytelling. But why don't we just, why don't we get going with it and see what do you, what what, what do you got cooking today, man? What is, what's in the good beef stew for this Seahawks at Packers pivotal game where we have so much on the line and so many characters in this stew?
2: Absolutely, Clinton. And I did not get into the what if... OBJ happens or anything such as that, because I think we're all going to be refreshing our Twitter and such. We'll find out before any podcast downloads take place. And we do want to say happy Veterans Day to Brandon, of course, and then all the veterans out there. Very, very thankful. We're recording on Veterans Day. Very, very thankful that we have the freedom to do it. Just have fun like this. Enjoy football and things because people have been willing to serve. But We are gonna play some What If here. We're gonna play some What If. Do you guys remember, I imagine you do, do you remember the real Mike Robb report? Oh, heck yeah. That that was a good time. He'd often do a segment, you might remember, or it was kind of a thing that they brought up about, is Russell Wilson a machine or a man? (laughs) Is he a robot or not? And so since then, I think even on field goals, people still call him the Russ bot, and we're wondering about some installs that he does. Uh, not too long ago, you might not have heard this, but our Russ bot made this promise, and here's what he said. I'll be back. I'll be back. I'll be right back. I'll be back. I'll be back. He said that. He said he'd be back. And you know what, guys? So- sounds just like him. That was actual footage. Yeah, that was, that was real. And he, he didn't say, hey, Seattle, but he could have, <laughs> hey, Seattle, is I'm back because he's back and so what if he's back he is back we know he's back but that's going to be the theme here this particular episode he's back and so we have back to the future backslide or back for more we could have done a lot of backs there's a whole there's all kinds of backs but we are going to start with back to the future that's where we're going Marty we're going back to the future very nice
1: with so that, the
0: boys. Where what's we're that going, claim? we
1: don't need roads. Yeah, we I don't just, need roads. When
0: you were talking about the backs, I was like, "Baby back." You know, there's a lot. There's a lot of backs there. So. Backstreet Boys are back, yeah. The Backyardigans, but I like I like that we're going back to the future. Or back, Again?
2: back, 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 gone! <laughs> back, Fired. back, gone, yeah. So we That's, could actually it. do back for weeks. But he is back, and we're excited about that. We're going back to the future. And with our boys back, and we got a lot of guys back. You know, Russell's coming in with a number of our offensive fellas, and I know we're looking forward to that. With the boys back, what if Waldron's offense can return to its futuristic intentions. We were headed into a multiverse with some futuristic intentions. What'll be the keys against this Packer defense? Now, traditional metrics have them way up there. They're 16th by DVOA, so they're somewhere between medium and pretty good. What are going to be the keys as we have all these guys back here? This is episode 10, so even number, we are starting with Clinton, as we go back to the future with everybody back, what's going to be the keys against this Green Bay defense, Clinton?
0: All right. Well, I'm going to I'm going to take it back as well here, right? So this is uh, Rocky one. You got the the guys and the girls sitting around the big fire drum there, the, sh- the streets of Philadelphia, and singing "Take it back, take it back, or take it back." And the dude solos. It's quite nice. Go watch That's if, you seen good. Ro- if you haven't seen Rocky in a while. My word, just go go rewatch take it back. Take it back. Go go rewatch Rocky. It's so darn good. All right. So when I say I'm going to take it back, it's because I'm going to I'm going to wind this back to some kind of (laughs) I know this is not going to delight so many Seahawks fans out there. And you know what? Uh, You know, tough, tough cookies. Um, I'm talking some old school Seahawks peat ball is is what I expect that will that could tilt the field in our favor. And when we talk about a dude's back, well, guess who's back? Hopefully Chris Carson. Right. So practiced in full yesterday, I think in full looking like he's he's gearing up, obviously contingent on him being on the field. Now, I'm not just saying smash, smash mouth, even if it's not working type thing, like we did in that, that Dallas game a couple of years ago that was still in the playoffs. But I am talking about like blending the, you know, we blocked pretty well for Collins, at least a couple of those games. And Collins Collins took advantage of that. I want to see that blend with with uh, with Carson now. That's the main thing. And, you know, hey, we get D out there, get them, get the get the motions. get the get the get a lot of misdirection going. At the end of the day, let's feed Chris Carson at least enough touches so his presence is felt, and we're controlling a game in the way that we had in, in the in the like, let's call it the epicenter of like the Marshawn Lynch era. That would be a way to go into Green Bay and go go come out with a W. Brandon Clinton has
2: carson as the key for us to go back to the future what do you see the key for us against this green bay defense yeah
1: well it sounds like clinton wants to go back to 1955 with the uh (laughs) the nfl run game against this packers defense and you know what i i'm not opposed to that actually with russell wilson coming back with the finger injury going up against this packers defense if you listen to the preview show with justice from Acme Packing Company, he talked about how there is a weakness in this Packers defense, and it is right up the middle. So with Chris Carson, that makes a ton of sense. And I'm going to pile on that, too, and say that it's going to be important for this Seahawks offense to get down into the red zone, to, to have those kind of drives where, you know, it's not relying on the big play but having sustaining drives to where they get into the end zone. And this team has done so well to this point, 75% uh, red zone scoring percentage. And when you look at one of the weaknesses for the green Bay Packers defense, they're giving up 76% in the red zone for touchdowns versus field goals. That could be what tips this game.
2: All right. So all we got to do is get to the red zone. Well, back to the future again, as I'm thinking about this matchup, Remember, guys, remember how we used to pressure Mr. A-Rodge? Remember how Mr. Rogers used to have a lot of pressure from guys like Bruce Irvin during the Legion of Boom days? We had a lot Chris of guys. Chris Clemens,
1: after Brandon Mebane,
2: Mebane mm. can get him. Belly yep. roll Mebane. yep. Usually that happened over in Seattle, but I'd like to see some pressure over there. It's, that's actually more than the, the field difference. It seems to be us pressuring him as far as affecting him. So. What if Rodgers returns? How can the Hawks get back to pressuring him like they did back in the day? Are are we going to have to be extra creative, Brandon, uh, to get some pressure? Or do you think we'll be able to get after him with some of the guys we have? So, Brandon, what do you think? If Rodgers plays, how are we going to get after him regularly?
1: Yes, it's going to have to be up the middle. I don't know if we necessarily have the guys to make that happen, but Finding ways to to get pressure in Roger's face is going to be critical. He's, he's so quick to throw the ball. It's like saying that you're going into a game against Tom Brady and you want to get a bunch of pressure on him. It, it usually doesn't happen. They just find a way to throw the ball quickly. Big Ben, the same way in that Steelers game. So it's going to be difficult, but if they're able to get pressure, it's going to have to come from up the middle.
0: When we watched... um Oh, who was it last week that the Titans really rip apart the Rams? And it was just like, where where did they bring that pressure? And you know, I would put, still obviously put Rodgers on a different pedestal than than Stafford. Stafford, a very good NFL quarterback. Rodgers, sure. Rodgers is a first bout Hall of Famer, and there's a step change between between those those groups there. And if anybody doesn't think Rodgers is playing, you, you I, don't, I don't I don't think you're been checked in for the last two years. Uh, he's playing. Uh, So he'll be out there is is I I would lay a lot of wood that he'll be he'll be out there playing and knowing knowing that dude, he'll he'll want to prove a point about about him being missed, too, which that's that's Rogers. Uh, So I want to see if we can do what Tennessee did to the Rams. That would be remarkable, right? Uh, Just it was I think it was Simmons from from the Titans who was just up the gut. Now, when I look at Monet and I look at, you know, firearms, Al Woods and I look at Puna, we talked about like, can one of them or could the combination have like a four sack, five sack second half of the year? Because they've been really good at run stuffing and they've been, been pretty good at causing some pressure, but certainly not getting home, right? So that's that's one thing. And then the other element we talked about last time, I think it was three in, three out, or maybe it was what if, we talked about bringing, bringing Neil right over the nose tackle. And then they, they were running stunts right through the gut. And that was confusing some people. And Brandon, I think I think I heard Justice talking about some dudes on the Green Bay line, like they're saying, yeah, they, they got some athletes. However, or at least they got some dudes who look good in the gym. And then he was saying some guys, when you get across there, get across their helmet, and get across their face, they're they're not showing out. And, and there are ways to kind of get through that line and maybe get that pressure up the middle. So that's the combination. Is it, it starts with your dudes. You still have to be able to rush for and try to cause some pressure. And then when you blitz, can we still do it right? right over the center and uh, and still make some noise. You know, that's that's going to be maybe the biggest what-if of the entire game because we all know the result if Rodgers can just sit there. We know what that looks like, and that's Devontae Adams going for 200 frigging yards, and, and we're sad on Sunday.
2: Yeah, that's a back in time that I would like to see as our future is more pressure on Rodgers because that absolutely messes him up when you can do that. Well, back isn't always good, right, Um Back isn't always good. So what if the Hawks do backslide a little bit? We're hoping not, but that's always the potential. Uh, I'd like to kind of flesh out some thoughts on this. What if this defense backslides a bit? And here's how I want to help us out. How we'll be able to tell against this very good and potentially fully healthy Green Bay offense. I mean, they're even getting Bakhtiari back. They're almost completely healthy We've been playing some teams, some offenses, not quite that good. So as we're going into this, how are we going to tell if the defense did backslide or they're just playing a lot better defense? Will there be a, a way to be able to tell this, Clinton?
0: I think it might show out in the numbers um, as, as things often do. And the thing that stands out to me is that sometimes if your linebackers have like, you know, 17 tackles, it's like, oh, that stands out. That sounds good. But, but then, if you look under, if you look at the reason, like, oh well, Jordan Brooks had 16 tackles today, and if you look at like where he's getting the tackles, and look at some of the underlying reasons that that he's the the, the do getting solo tackles, um, it's not always a good thing. It's not that that's that means there's sometimes they're getting to the second level or they're really exposing the middle of the field, which we've seen a lot of. Now the Packers, you know, they throw the ball to Devontae Adams. Like, I, I, what's his what's his target share? Somewhere around. Like, I don't, it's insane. Like it is insane target share, right? Um, But that's, but that's kind of it. It's like, I think if our, I would call it like if our linebackers are like overused, if you will, if we see this gaudy linebacker tackle stat, it might not be all it's correct up to be and could show that the Packers had success getting to second level and then using the middle of the field. And that's where we've struggled. We'll be able to tell if the defense
2: has slidden back or if they're just playing a much better team. They've been a little bit of a phony. What will we'll be able to tell? How will we be able to tell that, Brandon?
1: Yes, I'm also like Clinton going to point to the numbers and the number I'm going to point to is third down conversion percentage, because this is something where actually the Seahawks are number six in the NFL right now. Thirty three, just about thirty four percent. So. Uh, not far out of the top five, and I think part of that has to do with the opponents that we've been facing
2: lately. So how much will you give Rodgers? I mean, can Rodgers hit 40, 40? 40, what, what's going to say that we're still doing well?
1: If they can keep him under 40, then yeah, I good. will say that this defense has turned a corner. But if Rodgers is playing and they give up 40, 50% plus on third down, then it's going to tell me that, you know, maybe we just played some bad teams. That's,
2: I think, something we're all interested in finding out. Okay, uh, continue with the sliding back or sliding a little bit. Have you ever lost traction and like, the more you tried to hit the gas, the deeper the hole became? I I know in Montana, going fishing in certain places, I see Brandon on his head, I almost got... One of my rigs stuck, I think it was the 1994, somewhere in there. I had an old Corolla station wagon. I was going up and it was all basically logging roads. Those 13-inch tires had no business going into some of those places. <laughs> and it was a muddy mess and, and I just kept trying to go. It was not four-wheel drive and, and I was getting deeper and deeper. Well, anyways, what if Russ takes a bit to slide back into his rhythm, you know, and, and he's spinning out a little bit and we need something to come along lay some of the branches do do the thing to help give him get the guys out give him a little push what's going to be the key in providing him some traction so he doesn't just spin his tires all the way Uh, how can we help him get going in his first game back I mean it might not even be needed but what if he is struggling on that a little bit Uh, Brandon how could we help Russ get going
1: I think a successful run game would be pretty key in this game against the Packers. But you know what I want to see? What I want to <laughs> see is Russell Wilson come in and throwing the sexy deep ball right away, showing that showing that that finger is not going to be a problem. Go deep. Go deep early. DK, Tyler, I don't care. Let's see it.
0: Lovely. Hey, anytime you get you have a chance to get a sexy deep ball, at, especially Lambeau, right? I still harken back to that one against the Chiefs. Is that three seasons ago now? Right. It was it wasn't last year the year previous that moon ball to that, that, uh, to lock it with that Mahomes Russell game that we won. I think it was in Kansas city. That was one of the better. No, no that games. was in, that was in, uh, the clink. That was okay. In the clink, a, but a lovely game. That was some, and such I want to say
1: three years ago. Yeah. Cause yeah, there were so people we'll, there. there.
0: There you go. Would love, would love to see more of that. As you said, Brandon, I'm going to go with a, with, um, a, something a bit more tactical and a bit more like following the, uh, following the, Hey, get, get the sticks laid out there to get, so we can get a little bit of traction. Um the Packers are hurt; they're cornerbacks. So if if Ke- so if if Kevin King, if Kevin King's out there, you know it is going to be okay. Well, which dude is on Kevin King? You know the same ways that Devonte Adams picked on Trey Flowers in, in the playoff game, and you know and folks like Trey, not just not just the dude like Trey, but there's weaknesses out there. Kevin King was like you know just super super exposed numerous times last year. Well, OK, whatever. If it's if it's DK or it's Tyler, what about some the, the short slanty stuff, right? Just to get it, get it going to to re- rev the engine.
2: They're really banged up at linebackers. So some of those things you I thought one of you would say you're weekly. We need to get some short stuff over the middle. If the Packers are banged up at linebacker, that might be the spot. Go ahead. I'm sorry about it. No,
0: no, that's that. I mean, that's that's. That is sort of it too, though, because I'm I'm calling for slants and obviously so, you know slants and and the locket stuff where he could sit down. So it's volume to pick on the area where you could go pick on it, which whoever whoever's really you know wherever Kevin King is going, go that way. The dude's just not not a very good NFL player. And do the do the little sit downs in the middle. And so how about this slants the DK sit downs to Tyler. Whatever whoever is covering Kevin King, abuse that and and get get the wheels in motion because. uh because, you know, I, I don't know about you guys, I am over, I am done with the games where we go into Lambo and we don't like sniff a touchdown to like a minute to go in the third quarter when we're down 11 points. Like, it's just, let's not do that. Let's do other things that we're good at.
1: So I can tell from from how both of you are approaching this question is that when it comes to getting your car stuck that you're kind of the rocket back and forth type of guy. Whereas ah. I'm, I'm going, I, I'm getting the branches and I'm putting them under the tires into the mud and, you know, making sure that I have good traction and then I just gun it and then I, I go right out. So, uh, yeah, we have we have
2: different approaches here. It works. <laughs> Does it work for you, Brandon? Does that work?
1: I mean, I uh, I would just take an appropriate vehicle into the...
2: <laughs> you just take a four-wheel drive up there. That's what you would do. Yeah. Well, I mean, I worked at Arctic Circle, so that I had an old... I had an old Corolla with serious cancer on it. I I had a (laughs) Ford Escort,
1: and you know, I just—I maybe I knew better not to take it up into the woods.
2: (laughs) All right, okay, you were—you were uh, wise earlier than me as a Montana boy. Okay, so what if we go back for more? Back for more, and I'm not talking Oliver Twist. Please, sir, may I have some more? I'm talking more, 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 over and over and over. What if the Hawks can repetitively? Own the Packers in a specific area. More, more, more. If there's just a place that we can absolutely exploit, what might that be? From your consideration, because I think we've all watched quite a few Packer games, what might be a place, and this might tie into some of what we already looked at, but what might be a place we can really exploit? And you can go offense, defense, special teams we haven't touched on yet. Uh, But this one one does go to Clinton.
0: Okay, so... My last answer was was sort of I don't I don't want to repeat that answer because that that could be that would be repetitive uh, to to be repetitive. But what I so I do want to go to the idea that the Packers special teams are bad. If if we can get the kind, I'm not saying we're going to get the breaks that that the Kansas City got because you can't expect that that level of of louseness. the green bay packers again can we just have him Um, kick
2: field goals all game that'd be great i'd I'd like to see more of that (laughs) that'd
0: be good right let 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 mason crosby you know do his thing and then hopefully you know by doing his thing you know what i mean i'm not even gonna say it i'm not even gonna say it uh because i don't want to do you know turn around a perfect day on us and the the other piece too is like it's gonna be cold right so it's a cold day and that equates to me that you're gonna get kickoff chances kickoff return chances it's it's not overly likely the ball sailing to the back of the end zone, a colder day, maybe a little bit of wind. So there's going to be some kickoff opportunities. So offensive side of the ball, I think we're fairly even. Just if you just like went man to man and went down the line, but like yeah, this is I think it's a pretty even matchup. Defensively, maybe give a slight edge to the Packers maybe, but we're coming on strong and that's what we do in the second half of the season. Special teams, I think I think we have a superior unit. So let's see it. Let's see that that piece of the, the game really take it over and be like, you know, we can wrap this up next week. you be like, oh, wow, that was like a seven or 10 point swing because we were better there. That's what I want to see.
2: Yeah, because my fear is they've got a line of scrimmage advantage, which typically that doesn't bode well. If you look at both sides, they got a little bit of an advantage on the line of scrimmage is my concern. So we need to find another alley that's like, this is going to be our spot. This is our crack. Uh, have you seen one, Brandon, as you look at this team, this place we might be able to exploit and uh, earn some strength back?
1: Well, in terms of I see, I'm hearing you saying more, more, more. And, and when I, I hear that, I'm thinking that, you know, there's one guy that you really have to account for when it comes to the Packers. So if you got one guy out there on Adams and that guy is getting beat by Devonte Adams over and over, you send yeah. more guys over there, send a second guy. And if Adams is still beating you. You put a third guy over there because that's the guy who's going to beat us if the Packers win this game. I, I just have that feeling. It happened with Alvin Kamara. We knew going into the, that game that he was the guy to stop. I feel like going into this game, it's going to be Devontae Adams. And sure. I want to put all the guys, all the guys on Adams.
0: I do have, I do have a question for, for both, of, both of y'all. Who do you think will be more successful versus Adams, Reed or Trey Brown?
2: It's a great question. I don't
1: know. I,
2: do, I don't like either I of them. I think is going himself. to be more
1: successful. I think it's going to take a combination of, of doubling him up with either a, a safety and a corner or it's just he's a guy that you have to account for and with multiple guys. And even against we saw against the uh, the Chiefs that, well, I think it was more of the pressure that they were putting on love that uh, enabled them to. You know love to not have the kind of success that rogers normally does throwing adams way
0: could but be the talent gap
1: could, could, also. Be a, could be a <laughs> you know, little maybe, bit of a talent gap there maybe
0: that one is one is a quarterback and one is but, uh, but he was uh, in not, the game plan he still had a ton of targets yes and so oh, yeah. you well, know four, that's gonna happen I 14 i think 14, 14 targets, targets. Right? So, yeah yeah it was a frustrating game to watch as as Devonte adams manager in, in fantasy world on three separate teams I was like, all right, he'll still, he'll still, you know, muddle through, and uh, and and boy, boy, didn't he? So
1: you're gonna, you're gonna be the guy to start him against the Seahawks, aren't you? God,
0: I, it's, it's fantasy football. I'm like, I'm not benching Devonte Adams. No, I'm not gonna cheer for it. And and when they score, if they score, and it's him, be like, all right, at least it's him. That's how it works. Get over it. <laughs> I have
2: to go against DK this week, and I'm gonna cheer for DK like crazy. And if I lose, I don't care because that's not near as important.
1: But <laughs> you I don't want to see point any weak that, that your watching experience is going to be much more complicated than mine.
2: Yeah, this is true, um, Brandon. So you don't see any weak point; you just see a strong point that we have to eliminate. You can't see a spot where we might be able to exploit along their line in some way or through the air in some way. Maybe they're weak in linebackers. The, the weak
1: point to exploit is that interior of their defense, and I would like to exploit it with Chris Carson. And Alex Collins and have that happen over and over again. So that way you limit the amount of time that Rogers is out there on the field. You win time of possession and Pete, you know, he gets his way and has it come down to a one final game winning drive for Russell Carrington Wilson.
0: I like that. What's up real quick. What's up with Kenny Clark? Is he practicing? What's his, I mean, that, that dude, that that's a baller, man. Kenny Clark is a problem. He's very, very good at, at football. Questionable. Well, that's not that's that's okay. Questionable is okay. Um, you know, if, if he's not there, big big what you just said, Brandon, big advantage to making that a reality.
2: Right. Okay. Well, this is hilarious. maybe we've been uh, working together too long because it's, it's starting to happen where you're anticipating the next question. You, <laughs> I, I'd already had this written down, Brandon. You're next, so I don't even see the point in asking you. But I'll go ahead and say my answer is Devonte <laughs> Adams. Yes, it is. Apparently so. What if the Hawks could control either Devontae Adams or Aaron Jones? If you got to pick and you're going to give more room to one so that you can stop the other so they can tell one player no more and leave a little space for one. Obviously, we already knew, Brandon, and you didn't see my questions. You already wanted Devontae. You don't care what Aaron Jones does. If we can stop Devontae Adams, you're feeling pretty good. Is that right? I am. Unfortunately,
1: I do think... That based on my history of watching Seahawks football, though, they're going to focus on Jones.
2: Okay, can you make the argument for Jones, Clinton? Would you be able to do that? Or is it all you think it's universally you guys are agreeing on everything today? So,
0: no, I mean, it's it's yeah, I I can make an argument. I'm not sure I can make the argument. But so and there's there's a subtle difference. So if I had a debate club, debate club and I could hand the one I didn't want, that's okay. That's that's we all want to pick Um,
2: Adams if we had the choices.
0: Well, with that, though, like I want to give some love to A.J. Dillon. Like AJ, you know, it's it's not just Jones, right? They that's a good combination, man. That is he is good. Um yeah, yeah he's he's really good. AJ and in, in many ways, he's starting to they gave they gave Jones a large, what was it was like three or four-year contract. That was a big extension. Um, AJ Dillon in in certain ways is outperforming uh Jones this year. Uh and and what it means is the combination is really, really strong. The thing the Packers do. Uh, which was weird, which is especially when you have Jordan freaking love as your quarterback is they get away in in a game that was like, you know, nobody was scoring points. They get away from the run inexplicably. They get away from something they do quite well. So it's, I hope we get gifted the idea that we bottle them up through like a quarter and a half. And Lafleur is like, we just have to pass the ball. Like, I know it's like, you don't want to make, you don't want to, you know, making teams one dimensional sounds good on paper, but then making Rogers one dimensional might, might be asking for it. I still think it's a lot better than, than it being a game where, you know, Jones goes off, go, goes off for 80 and Dylan goes off for 70. And between them, they got two or three touchdowns because we don't win that game. That that's not a scenario where we win the game. So, um, so that's, that's where I could say like, yeah, man, it's, it's more like the Packers control that throttle of how much do they want to be a team that actually runs the ball. I think they could do it more effectively than than they maybe even realize or just choose to. Um because after Adams, they don't have other consistent weapons. So, yeah, you know, you know what? That that's that's kind of my pseudo argument there Phil is like, yeah, man, they're good at they're good at that and if they if they choose to throttle down, then we got to we got to take care of that one dude challenge though is that we we have struggled to do that when it's like, hey, stop this one superstar. We have the anti belichickian ways of letting that superstar run us over and we come out as as a loser because of it very good well he's
2: back russ is back and he's bringing some of his friends back hopefully the d is already back and we can get back to our winning ways i don't know if there's anything else anybody needs to add other than once again happy veterans day we're thankful for you veterans Um, clinton or brandon anything to add from here
0: well, I just want to say happy Veterans Day as well. Brandon, uh, thank you for the service and everybody who served. That That is a, a great thing to call out uh, every single day and especially today. And with that, we did not mention I went through an entire podcast with with D. Eskridge coming back. I don't think he said, said his name really. He's back. He's back too, right? So it's we've talked about this a lot was the idea that, hey, when Shane Waldron took over this offense and started to craft it in what he wanted to go do, The maybe a keystone there was like the type of player that D. Eskridge is. Obviously, they passed over other types of dudes in other positions to get the type of guy D. Eskridge is. I He's got the skill set. He obviously had a nasty concussion. My biggest thing, another big what if going into this is going to be like, am am I overblowing the idea that D. Eskridge could be this? kind of keystone that unlocks the type of offense Waldron really wants to run. I'm hoping I'm right. It might take a week or two to show itself but I just wonder going in like am I just putting too much on this idea that D. Eskridge is actually this this catalyst?
2: All right. Well, we got to win. I think we need to win this one. It's very tough. Remember good offenses like John Fraley just said. Good offenses are always good no matter how your defense is. So don't get discouraged about the defense if the Packers look good we need our seahawk offense to play tight we need to we need to play really good because i i there's no way we're just going to shut down this this great offense but what if we say "Go go hawks go hawks go hawks go hawks